you how I'm doing? Not well, bitch. I need to start drinking alcohol. Give me one of those bottles. Baby, I'm only judging what you give me. She peed my bed. Oh, God, I'm too slow again. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't think you get enough credit for being a great singer. Thank you. You did see me sing shallows. Yeah, I know how you're capable. I just don't think you get enough credit. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I appreciate that. I, I do think I could be a good singer, but I just never do it. I, except no. for, you, like, except when I'm out. joking. And then I'm like, oh, keep going. Oh. Or when I do karaoke oh. at my birthday and sing Shallows with my brother and then everyone. <laughs> yeah, but it was really special watching you, you and Clint. <laughs> Just a spicy. fun birthday party. A spicy duet between blood relatives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Clint. <laughs> I mean, he loved it, but also he hated it. But also he loved it. It was so fun. Everyone was singing it up. That was maybe, that was one of the best birthdays. It was such a fun birthday party. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. I love it. Stick that in your pipe and legally smoke it, you New Yorker. Oh my God, finally, right? Okay. All right. Hi, and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Also known as BBFB, I'm your host, Lauren Holloway. And I'm your host, Sarah Boyle. Welcome back, Lauren. Guys, we did a hiatus. <laughs> it feels so good to be back in the Zoom room with you. It, it sure really does. It does. Yes. Our, our dearest co-host, Sarah, had a birthday, and so we took a... A little break. Oh, it's good to take a break. Take a little hiatus. And now we are informed and energized, let me tell you. I mean, like, not for nothing, it's been a wild few weeks. And I know we have said this before, but we really mean it today. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to cry wolf, but it was a hot news day. I don't know if we should start small, go big, start big, go small, but either way, let's just dive right into some hot topics. Yeah, let's start small and go big because obviously we are going to focus on Jen Shaw's arrest, looking fabulous, looking truly amazing. But yeah, let's, we will get to that last, but know that it's coming. We are journalists. We would not, we would not ignore such an important story. Um, I guess then I'd like to start this session of Hot Topics off with um, a a personal story. I was last night out for dinner um, at Thai Diner in Lower Manhattan um, with my old roommates, Mikey and Julie, shout out you guys. And this woman, we were sitting outside on the curb and um, these women get out of an Uber, like an SUV. And one of them is carrying a little chihuahua. And we were like, oh, look at her dog. She's so cute. Like, even though I don't really like chihuahuas, but I was, we were actually joking about the fact that the chihuahua kind of looked like a purse, like a pocketbook. And then I, I like looked and I was like, wow, that looks like, that girl looks so familiar. And she had her mask down kind of around her face. And I was like, oh my God, that's Leah's sister, Sarah. And then you could see that like Sarah was kind of telling Leah like, oh my God, I think they recognize you. And I was like, wait, we were just recognizing your dog, but now I recognize you. It was like, oh my God, Leah. Um, and, and they were like, they were really nice. Um, like stopped to come by and like chat with us for a little bit. And I was like, this is just like making my whole life. I was trying so hard not to tell her that I literally have a, like a picture of her hanging in my living room. Um, it's like, it's behind me, but we do have a, a friend in common. So I, I, you know, just kind of mentioned, um, our, our mutual friend and, and we were just talking about like Newtown, Connecticut. Cause that's kind of right next to where I grew up. And, um, 
it was just like one of those kind of wild, weird moments. She and her sister were both really nice. Um, her dog, she said, is going to be <laughs> like a plot line in the next season. Um, she's excited for next season. I was trying so hard to just kind of play it cool. And I, you know, didn't ask for a photo and didn't bring up like all that. This podcast. Together. Well, obviously I didn't bring up this podcast. Well, not obviously. Part of me is like, oh, wish I brought up this podcast but like I know at the end of it my friend Julie was like so how do you know her and Julie thought <laughs> we were like friends like Julie just thought that that was just like a person that I knew and not um like my favorite housewife so you were like I know her from my job exactly my from my full-time job because I'm manifesting that from um, my very lucrative job that I barely promote <laughs> just earning money hand over fist um <laughs> this is the best job i've ever had and i do mean that um but Agree. yeah it, it was just a very exciting um little new york moment and i i kind of all night i was like just shooketh yeah like yeah you yeah, didn't yeah. you didn't tell me that you chatted it up it sounds like y'all talked oh for like three minutes i'm guessing that's yes, a lot like, of talk like three to three minutes probably sounds good. I would I'd say it was definitely not more than five. It was definitely more than two. Like she <laughs> Time flies when you're talking to a housewife. <laughs> but like I was just beside myself and having an outer body experience. And um anyway, it was just yeah, very, very exciting. But then I was also thinking, um, just kind of like where did she live that she had to get dropped off in front of Thai diner? And did she want to get recognized? Cause like she knew it would be a, it's like a cool restaurant where people would probably recognize like a cool housewife. So, um, but I don't want to think that way of my friend Leah. Um, you think she was just getting dropped off to like walk around and get spotted? No, I'm sure she lives down the street, but I just, it just felt like they were walking for a little bit, but I know she lives in lower Manhattan. So, um, well, I mean, that's a classic, you know, to avoid getting murdered tactic where you don't, on Uber, you don't put your exact address. You put the true. restaurant next door, you know. Yeah, true. Um, Not that I follow that rule all the time or ever. Um, me either, unless it's literally because I forget the address of where I'm going and I just know a landmark. Um, but uh, it was definitely like the highlight of my life. I definitely didn't dm her afterward being like <laughs> that was the highlight of my life and i love and you. here's my podcast and here's my podcast i'll send that to her later um <laughs> a follow-up she would DM. definitely remember me i know now i'm like oh god like i just is she nothing's done? nothing says cool like a follow-up dm the next day <laughs> I, I thought like, okay, you only have so much, so many like words to be impactful at the beginning. So I wrote Thai Diner. So she didn't know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm a loser, but it was really, it was amazing. No, I love, I love that you did that. Um, well, I couldn't like not, especially when it was just so funny because Sarah was like, you're getting recognized. And I was like, you're getting recognized. Oh, Oh, like I literally was like, oh my God, you are Leah. And then I was like, and you're Sarah. Like, and I should have been like, my name's Sarah, which is probably the only reason I remember that. And then I was like, holy shit, like Sarah McSweeney. And then, um, so Sarah had her mask pulled down. Leah wore her mask the whole time. And honestly, like if she was, I wouldn't have recognized her if, if like just from her eyes. Yeah. Um, I, do, I do love her new strawberry blonde. Wait, so Julie, hair color. Said, Julie said that she thought she was wearing a wig. And then Mikey and I were both too starstruck to even notice that kind of thing. But like Julie, as the only person who was like, I have no idea who this person is. Right. She was like, she was like, wow, so she was wearing a wig, huh? And we were like, no. oh, because I knew she had just dyed her hair that strawberry blonde reddish I color. I like stared at her Instagram today being like, is this a wig? Is this a wig? Um, and I'm, and I still don't know. But yeah, it was very exciting. And it, it took kind of everything in me not to ask about. Um, the Heather Hala Thompson drama, because that also all broke yesterday and I just kind of wanted, but I, you know, new friend and all, I didn't want to overwhelm her, but like, I just wanted to be like, so what's the deal? Like, like right. is, is Heather Hala like, you know, coming yeah. at you for getting plastic surgery and for doing right. drugs? 
Um, well, so excited for New York in general. Like the trailer looks amazing. Um, when is that? May 4th? It comes May back. 4th. May the 4th be with you. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, I mean, these ladies are my Jedis, to be honest. Uh, same. I loved you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. Me too. I'm Everyone's really a hoe. And I also can't like you. Well, I guess you would be mad because you know I'm a Ramona apologist and all. Mm-hmm. But when at the end, when Ramona's just like, whatever happened to elegance? And like Ramona, you literally poop on every trip. <laughs> like you've like rubbed your diaper butt on the ground. You. You in Cancun, stage when Alex McCord had nude photos on the internet, but then again, like we're seeing them. Weren't those um, shot by Ghislaine, by the way? Um, something like that. I think you're right. Epstein connection. We can. Uh, that's a whole other episode. Alex McCord and Carol have Epstein ties. So does Sonia. Right. Which makes me uncomfortable because there's rumors that one housewife slept with him. And just trying to do the math there. It's not looking good for any of my favorites, really. That's really sad. Okay. Um, but yeah, but I am trying, I'm just kind of, so it sounds like none of the ladies wanted Heather to be filming with them at all, which makes me kind of sad because I always liked her, but I can also see how she'd be like grating and kind of annoying. Yeah, I read, and this made sense to me that, you know, she'd been talking about her time on the show in the press so much and saying all negative things and right and spilling you know that Luann and some of the other women were doing cocaine on a cast trip yeah they were. you know they're like you better like pull rank and and keep our secrets if you want to party with us how about don't be all uncool seriously like, yeah. what Luann meant when, and that's who she was talking to so it all kind of does yeah. Come full circle, you fucking narc. Yeah, they they have like a code of conduct in New York. And Leah fell right in like she can hang with that code. But Heather cannot. No, it's just too bad because like I like her. Like I think as like a person, like I I think I I would get along well with Heather. Um I don't know. Maybe not, but I just, I do tend to like, like every once in a while, like I love a bossy person who's just like, knows what they want, um, you know, exactly where you stand with them. And I feel like that is Heather. This, this current iteration of the cast is kind of like a hard partying crew. And I think Heather is, you know, a square. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't see how that energy is going to gel. And it sounds like Leah calls her a Karen, like the first night they meet. (laughs) and Heather like immediately stops filming I mean I'm interested like are they going to talk about how Heather like literally made it her calling card to be like I say holla holla like it literally was her tagline it's so embarrassing for her so embarrassing and it's what stopped me from liking her for a long time like at the time I was like ugh and then like upon rewatches is always where I was like I think I've been really unfair to Heather um, but also just like as you grow up, you start to like relate more to some housewives than others and all. So that's, I think that's what happened with us. But um, I'm <laughs> curious to see how. Thank you have- for sharing you and Heather's journey. I really. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, of course. Yeah. I just love, yeah, that's what happened with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm curious to see how Leah's sobriety is going to play into this season as well. And um, I mean, it sounds like. I don't think Leah needs any like help, which I think is a good thing. I don't think like in yeah. the trailer, it still looks like she's going to be kind of like, you know, Leah still, which is great. Yeah. I think she favorite. and her anger are intimately connected and she can, she can touch down on that emotion yeah. on a dime, which yeah. I envy. Yeah. Mine is buried deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, same. Yeah, I might, you know, I have to be honest. I I don't think I even really missed Dorinda as much as I know I'm going to miss Dorinda. But it was just the trailer. Like, but you know, I was still, I watched the whole thing before I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, oh my God, I didn't even notice that Dorinda wasn't there. Like, it made me feel kind of bad. I didn't miss Dorinda. Yeah, that's the thing. New energy, 
New dynamics. Ebony K. Williams looks like she's going to be a great addition. And it's nice to see somebody calling Ramona out. Yes, 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 yes. Right? I mean, I think like Ramona, I, I think the ending there, like I just, I just love that she doesn't, she's not in on the joke. Like just to me is the funniest thing. And that's what I like about Ramona is that she's not in on the joke about herself. Like would she, you think yeah. what happened to elegance in class and she's dressed like, Audrey Hepburn or something right on the stairwell saying that with like that music in the background like Ramona they make you look like such a fucking moron and you just think that you are the tits and I mean it's all she she is the tits (laughs) I mean she's not not the tits I guess right but ample Ample bosom. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, she always, for seasons, would shit on Luann for talking about elegance, which was also annoying, but it's funny. Luann just, like, slips into that every, like, six months or so. Yeah. And when then, she's like, feeling especially proud of her accomplishments. Exactly. Um, I much prefer, as we all know, uh, a humbled Luann. Lou. Give me Lou. Yeah, just Lou, Lou and Sag. Exactly. In a in a little fisherman sweater. You know, I don't think I realized <laughs> though that um, I don't think I realized that Ramona is even like a full decade older than like Sonia. Really? Yeah. Like Ramona's um, sixty four. Sonia's like fifty five or something. Luann no. is like fifty two. I looked this up the other day. And I'm kind of throwing, like, these might not all be accurate. Um, and then, like, Leah's 38 and Ebony is 36 or something. But, like, so. Yeah. There's a big, there really is a huge age difference. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Ramona and everybody. But, honestly, hearing that she's a full 10 years older than Sonia kind of rocked me. Yeah. I mean, look, she looks great. She looks fucking unreal. She has the emotional energy of like a child so she has a youthful energy (laughs) she flirts like a teenager i do love when when you know guys when she's when they're like how old are you or i don't know if they ask but or when they were on that last vacation and she does play it very cool when she's like you know you'd never even guess like you can like oh you know no not 50s like older like yeah i'm 64 like, she's just such a freak I'd live for. Yeah. I'm ready to have her back on my screen. She is so much more, like, classically boomer than anyone oh, else yeah. on the cast. She's such a boomer. She's the boomeriest boomer down to her Trump support. Yep. And that's why I don't fuck with her. But let me just say, this happened in our um, spring break off weeks. Scott and Tins broke up and I want, I need Tinsley to run back to New York and join the cast because now with Ebony and Leah, we can have our late, our late thirties gang. Oh my God. Show, you know, take over. I think Andy would take her back, right? 1000%. Like we all, we all mourned the loss of Tinsley. Dorinda someplace is having her moment of schadenfreude. (laughs) <laughs> where she's like she was kind of correct but Sean um, Freud has anybody seen Tinsley have we spotted her and I, I imagine she's not gonna stay in Chicago Dallas they're all garbage after this last episode Brandy I mean such a piece of shit yeah everyone has hard times I have empathy for her hard times but she is terrible and no one like most of them don't get it and that is a problem and did i watch yes will i watch next week yes but of course i'm, I'm canceling it, them I'm in my watching. soul i'm canceling the franchise in my soul i just think tiffany like thank god for tiffany because she really has been carrying the show for me she's the only one i actually like care about um yeah and Deandra is the only one who she has her own annoying shit. 
I resent her for making me watch a sexy night in with Jeremy this week. Yeah. Where it's like, she like plopped in the pool and was like, get on in. It was like Tamara and Eddie all over again in the, in the bathtub. You know, it's like, look, don't you think, don't you think we're hot together? No, I don't. They love to try and put that on us. And it's really not just them, but, but it's also like, it's very clear that, that Deandra and Jeremy have a very sexual relationship. Like they're always all yes. over each other, but like I also love that for them. Like I think she, for her, I like, love she that married. For she married for love. Yes, and I, we've said before. Like we just think they're like a sweet couple, even the way they talk about like no, like understanding each other's love languages and and that kind of stuff. Like you love to see it. And yes, and I'm I'm glad she has him, and he really does show her emotional support in a way that. Mm-hmm. Sadly, we don't see very often in any of these sad hetero hell relationships. But he said the other night, he said, shuck and oysters, more like shuck and panties. And I perished. <sighs> yeah, that doesn't feel great for me. But yeah, Brandy, get out of here. Her, well- tec- her texting to Deandra. She put racist video in quotes. Oh, that's not great. About her own video. She said, I can't believe you talked about my quote racist video. It showed the phone screen. Girl has not done any actual self-reflection. No, she just keeps trying to kind of point the finger and, and try and like absolve herself in a way that leaves her... It's just, she's just so obvious about it. That's kind of what bothers me. It's like, because I don't think she's very smart. Like she doesn't see how that, like the way that she's attacking Tiffany, it's just like so transparent in like her own kind of like guilt and her just kind of like reckoning with these feelings of like actual, actually being racist. Yeah. I mean, she's crying her tears and trying to hide in Jesus it's just classic textbook. Um, yeah. So done, done with, done with them, but will I keep watching? Yes. Um, but I will say, I think we were also on spring break for the video that came out of her husband making out with somebody. So Brandy also kind of. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Brandy kind of has like a lot going on in a way with like, with her personal life. It's, it's her mother-in-law got into that car accident with her daughter in the car. A video surfaces of her husband making out with somebody else at a club. I think that video is old though, because I think it was pre-COVID. It, that club looked really packed. I, I hope I hope it was pre-COVID. From what I read, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, and and just throw the whole franchise away. Keep Tiffany. Keep Stephanie. I mean, people have talked about they should do a Married to Medicine, Dallas, Ooh. and find some other cool doctors to go along with Tiffany. I love Married to Medicine, which is back, by the way. Um, I'm not a Married to Medicine person, but I'm going to become one. Everyone's it's just, it's like the now. realest show yeah. on TV. It's just like grown adults tackling issues. Yes, they get drunk and get into fights as well, but- I've never seen so many forms of therapy on a show, which I love. It's like art therapy, couples therapy, sex therapy, a lot of therapy. Well, I definitely intend to kind of give it a shot one of these hungover Sunday mornings when I, you know, can't move and need something with a lot of content. Yeah. But yeah, so let's talk about Jersey. So I have a question for you because I feel like... You know, we've seen a few franchises now where people are emerging from months of quarantine to start filming where they get tested a lot. And so they can kind of go out and about and go to restaurants and go on trips together. And I feel like we have seen a few, it's like a peek into the future of like, there's a few ways that you can come out of quarantine. And they're all sort of damaged. But I feel like on Atlanta, we see everyone is really horny, Mm -hmm. right? They go on their first cast trip, literally so horny. 
I feel like Jersey, we see a lot of people come out of quarantine and they are just like super pissed or just like hypersensitive and crying and upset. And my question to you is like, what is your post-quarantine damage? What do you think your archetype is going to be? Feel free to point to a housewife example. I mean, I, I think probably the, I, a lot of feelings. I mean, it was a big year of, so like, I guess in that way, like maybe more Jersey. Um, it was just a big year of feelings. It was a big year of like introspection of, of taking stock of everything around you, seeing what matters, what doesn't matter. Um, I was, I was definitely like really depressed for over parts of quarantine and still kind of like battling with parts of that and stuff. So um, I think that if I was on TV, you might catch me crying and getting kind of like too shit faced and um, like, you know, cutting loose. Um, I can definitely see that of myself. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about you? Right. I'm flashing to Joe Bonino, his first night out where he literally threw up in the bushes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, that's definitely, um, like maybe has been me recently enough. Yeah. Hey. Sarah, Sarah is vaxxed y'all FYI. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a year. I'm not. It's been a rough year. Well, New York is superior to California. And we have legal weed here, so take that. Oh. <laughs> you guys don't. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. I know. What else is um, legal there next? I mean, look, I my life literally exploded in the past year. Everything is different. Mm-hmm. Everything fell apart. Mm-hmm. I navigated most of it alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I think... You know, I saw the last, the newest episode of Jersey, which aired on this, this eve of filming. Mm-hmm. And there was a point when Jackie literally is crying and screaming and says, I don't even know what's going on. Because <laughs> just, she's upset about so many different things and literally everyone Aww. is fighting yeah. at the dinner. And I was like, yeah, I probably will do that. It was, she, by yeah. the end of that night, her face was just beet red. Her hair was like blown back by anger and tears. It was something to see. It was quite a spectacle. Yeah, that was, um, that was some dinner. And it, it, I, I give her a lot of credit for saying that to Teresa. I think that Teresa, Teresa just ha- was poking her. And poking saying, her. Saying what to Teresa? Um, oh, for saying, um, what, did you learn that in prison? <laughs> that is like, like, thank you so much for saying it. <laughs> um, but she, yeah, she was just, she, Teresa deserved it. Teresa's a monster. And like, she's been especially a monster this season. It's make, still making for great television though. Like, I really am loving this season of Jersey all the way around. Yeah. Teresa came out of quarantine where she's like, I'm just digging my head deeper into the sand. I'm locking my feelings. I'm regressing back to a voice that doesn't even belong to me. Yeah. Her voice is like three octaves higher now, which like do you, but it's quite a transformation of- When she gets wasted. I think she's drunk, but like, I think that, I think they're probably just because she's- She's drinking again, which she never really did on camera. And uh, yeah, one shot and her voice is like so high. She's like, ah, like, oh my God, it it kills me. It's like nails on a chalkboard. She's horny. She's like, I drink peach juice to make my pineapple vagina sweet. But like, does every scene really have to be about the pineapple though? I feel like like once an episode, everyone's like, oh, the pineapple. I mean, but it's also hilarious because they're I know it's like, are you in middle school? I remember learning about that 20 years ago or whatever and be like, haha. And then I moved on. But um, 20 years ago, I was 11. <laughs> okay, maybe not that many years ago. Wow, Red. But yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what? Speaking of, of the pineapple juice, I always found Teresa's tagline to be kind of 
inscrutable because I think it's something like, what is it? It's like doing my life my way never tasted so good. And I was like, why is it about taste? Like, why isn't it like feel so good? And it's like, oh, it's about her sweet pussy. Oh my God, Lee, I thought it was like something, something starting over and starting over never tasted so good. It's It's not so good. No, it's about taste. And I, oh, God damn it, Lauren. I just now understood it's from all the pineapple juice references about her oh, vagina. I hate that for her and us. I know. I mean, I'm gl- I, great. It should taste however you want it no, to. No, no, no. But... Of course, I want everyone's vagina to taste sweet like pineapple. Of but course. So, of course. It's like all I want for my sisters. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I also just hate that yeah that they're such babies and that like like her poor brother like she just walks around with pineapple and her brother's just like oh well they've always had a real they could do it shallow together (laughs) yeah they have a real flowers in the attic type relationship they've they yeah they have spicy feelings which is why I do honestly think that Melissa and Teresa's relationship could be studied by like sociologists. Yeah. Teresa is like angry that someone took her brother away. It's very like old school Freud, even though like Freud has been, you know, so much of it is like ridiculous, but he he was talking about this family. (laughs) Even he couldn't have predicted what he'd be working with here. Um, and the tiny, tiny foreheads involved, but I know I wish my forehead is so, um, expansive. I wish I had a little Teresa. Are you actually kidding me? I mean, no, are you actually kidding me? There's like a, a a middle ground. (laughs) Like, don't ask. That's, I find it so (laughs) offensive that you would even just say that you wish you (laughs) she's she's a beautiful woman but she is a real hard person to empathize with she is and i mean like any uh, my birthday twin it's unfortunate oh my god i love that for you though because i'm sure somewhere wrapped underneath you guys have something in common but for the life of me i really I really can't name any similarities that you have with Teresa. No. Yeah. Candy. I'm more like candy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, so Teresa. Candy is horny too, but like. The horniness. And all the great ways. She like turned it into a business. She like brings her friends into it. She like is open-minded and doesn't judge people and fights for people's rights politically. Okay. Anyway. Yes, she is um, your exact twin. That is what, who you are at your core. She has a dungeon. Exactly. Man, don't tell me about your dungeon. Um, everyone's going to want to see it. Yes, um, the, this 500 square foot apartment yeah. comes with a dungeon. <laughs> I've actually just converted um, my walk-in closet to a, a sex dungeon. <laughs> Only one person can get in there at a time. That's all that's needed these Worth days. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but so, but I am really enjoying Jersey across the board. It's been, um, it's been a great season. I'm trying not to focus too much on the COVID of it all. And it's kind of like, I mean, you know, we can, we can shame them for like being out and about and so many people on all, like on Facebook comments and in the Facebook groups and like, People are being so annoying, being like, did they forget there's a pandemic happening? And I know it's terrible, but it's been really great for, for me personally. Yeah. I mean, look, I think like we haven't even seen a mask or like a reference to getting tested because I feel like on all the other franchises, they wear these infuriating visors that do nothing. And they always are like, we got tested so we can hug. Mm-hmm. But still, they're just performing like... So this is at least more like it's honest in its own disturbed way. They're like, we are just pretending it's not real. Yeah. And I, we're in a bubble. We're getting tested. We're doing our jobs. We're not going to be like, 
here's my stupid visor that does nothing. Many of them are Trumpian. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even want to hear any more harmful no. opinions from housewives. Um, you know what? I'm like, we don't really have to anymore. I'm, yeah. I, you know, it's been kind of nice to disengage, to, to steal one from Meredith, but like disengaging, disengaging with politics a little bit has been like a breath of fresh, but I know it's like important all the time. So, um, we're just, I mean, literally we're just disengaging from the material reality of living in a pandemic, like nary, nary a mention. It's kind of stunning actually now that I think about it no, it's amazing it's definitely <laughs> like how did they pull that off it's kind of weird the editors are brilliant the only thing you can really like say is just like when you do see the occasional mask or you know when they're like well actually no they've been kind of partying they were playing bago <laughs> but yeah they've all been partying so hard because they they were all locked up but they're also just kind of on permanent like when they go, like they're, they're going on so many more vacations than ever because that's, you know, how they can kind of contain everybody. So it's yeah. like, it's almost like, you know, how like summer house, which I think it's, it's benefiting summer house that they're just trapped in a house and we're kind of watching them all lose it, you know? Yeah. Summer house this season feels more like a psychological experiment than like a show. And it's I haven't, so good. last season was so good that you know, it's, it's hard to keep that level of greatness up. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm oh, not I'm much is it. happening. It's just like watching like a 24 hour, like co-working space. But there is if, a lot happening. Did you watch last week with like the, the fight with the boys and yeah, I mean, I thought that last week's episode was, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm getting you wrong. Oh. <laughs> No, get that, me, that, okay, fine. Get me wrong. <laughs> um, no, I just, yeah, I just, am, I'm into it. I think it's been a great season and I just have never hated Hannah the way that I'm like, I hate her. And she's like discovering it along with us. And I don't think she loves it either. And so we'll see if she grows, mm -hmm. but I think she's seeing like all the emotional maturity, immaturity that she yeah. has. Um, yeah, I guess I hope you're right. Like we just kind of watched her this past week drop a huge bomb, which I feel like she just has this tendency to kind of stir the pot. And so she drops this bomb. A psychic reached out to her with something. And like that's what starts this big fight. And then she was so quiet throughout it as, all. So Yeah. As someone who like is psychic and like consults psychics, I still like, AKA I invest a lot of weight in psychics. Mm -hmm. I would never be like, Hey, a psychic told me that these two people had sex. So I'm going to tell everyone. Right. I mean, dude, a psychic told me a few days ago that I'm going to meet the love of my life in three months. Doesn't mean we need to schedule a, you know, Maybe press release about it. Maybe we should schedule a press release about it. Maybe we should. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's how you're going to meet them. They're going to be your publicist. The psychic also said you had sex with someone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so I told everybody. <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah, I just thought it was so bizarre that she kind of was so silent when everybody else was like, you know, fighting at, at each other's throats. Um, but then I watched Luke was on watch what happens live immediately after that and he was just such like a like I, I like lost respect for him when he was on watch what happens live he was just like he's just trying so hard to be to, like yeah to look nice to look and, nice and say like bland package statements it's like you're not running for office like defend yourself exactly he was and like it, carl is a great man it's like no he's not just say how you feel oh my god carl is a great man so ew, uh, ew you oh i just have such a big crush on carl why um, oh carl? sorry i meant kyle Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I was like, Carl's amazing. And he just he lost his brother, you bitch. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. All these it's fucking okay. names. He was blowing smoke up Kyle's ass and being like, yeah, yeah he's a great he was. man. The was fight was that. a misunderstanding. And it's like, stand up for yourself. Like, I just don't, I don't hate any of the summer house people. Like 
even Luke, as much as he, like, I think he is manipulative and all that stuff. Yeah. I also think that's giving him, like, too much credit. And he's just a horny idiot. And I mean, he's a himbo. And I love, yeah, I love the elevation of himbo culture. Yeah. Um, Like, men can just be dumb and ride on their looks if they want, Mm -hmm. for all I care. Um, yeah, every time he like tries to play a song, he's like, Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Putting on my fedora. Like, he can never sing more than like one line. He's like, Oh shit, I forgot the words. It's like, All right, it's been so embarrassing watching him play the guitar and sing to himself. Yeah, and I do, I mean, like, I felt a little bit bad just because I would, but when everybody was really ganging up on him, but in that way, it's just. That is the social experiment that we have going on with COVID here. Like we are watching these people slowly go insane. Yeah. I mean, look, and this is the thing, like we have the holy trinity of like classic douchebag dude archetypes that Mm -hmm. are all like toxic in their own unique way. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to single out Luke. Like also I feel like we are seeing with Hannah, like we are seeing how like the ways that she kind of was into the dynamic with Luke, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he led her on for sure. Um, but yeah, I have zero investment or interest when Kyle is yelling at Luke about like how he treats women, like, all right, y'all can take it outside because you both are jerks in different ways. But then I just, fall even more in love with Carl when he has Kyle's back. So it's, you know, a flat circle. Yeah. But I'm, I am enjoying it very much. I love Paige. I love everything Paige has been wearing. Paige and is so not in love with her boyfriend. I'm glad they broke up. Me too. I was happy like, on sh- Watch What Happens Live when she said that she would never close the door on a relationship with Carl. So... I kind of shipped them. I do too. Yeah. I really hope, I know Carl was having a really hard time. Mm -hmm. Obviously his brother died, like Mm -hmm. how catastrophic. Um, But yeah, then he immediately like kind of got drunk and like was flirting with Sierra and then got into a fight. I'm like, oh, I hope you keep up. You know, I, I just worry about him. Me too. Because he used um, to be such a fuck boy. Like, he could slide yeah. right back into that real quick. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Sierra would actually be good for him, but... Agree. She's very grounded. Yeah, I like her. I like what she's brought. Even though, I mean, I, I also kind of get Luke's frustration. He brings a girl to the house that he thinks is, like... Like, he obviously cares about her more than just a hookup. Um, and then... But it's also a house full of girls. And I I can understand getting going to a house and like making sure that you're not on the outs with all the girls that are in that house too. Yeah, I don't I don't feel sorry for Luke. I think she did the smart thing. She noticed, oh, he was kind of using me um to get back at Hannah a little bit. And even just a whisper of that, she's being smart. She is. And I, I like that she has boundaries, even if I'm like, oh, really? Every guy who's ever texted me after nine o'clock, it's been romantic. Like, I didn't realize that that really changes things. I mean, that resonates with me 0%. Like, you should be able to text any gender at any time. But I mean, I I get if he was like, hey, want to come up and fuck, but. Right. He literally was like apologizing for behavior. Yeah. The texts we saw were like, crazy night, right? And she's (laughs) like, stop texting me. That's what makes it even sadder and more pathetic and that makes me, I just can't help it. Like I, I just, a part of me does feel sorry for him. Um, but as much as I also recognize exactly what he is, what he's about and how he operates and like, sorry, nobody wants to fuck you here except for Lindsay yeah. apparently. I mean, look, I, have I fallen for that bullshit? Yes. He, yeah, he like survives on the validation of attention from women. And so he has to get it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure he's crazy on the dating apps right now. Or that. Yeah, you should check. I bet he's on like the league or some bullshit. Yeah, I'll look into it and report back, boss. 
Yeah, maybe Trevor Noah's on there. That would be nice. Oh, is that your your current crush? Well, I could crush on Trevor Noah. Who doesn't? Okay, let's yeah, let's talk about celeb crushes. I have something to confess. Okay. And then people, we are next going to talk about the Shaw rest. Jen Shaw getting arrested. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Okay. Um, I am really sexually attracted to Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian's relationship. I love it. I'm so happy for them and they seem so in love. He I saw a video of him sucking her finger at at a concert at a UFC fight. Oh, that's what it was. And I was like, I'm down. He knows what he's doing. I know. Yes. I'm, I'm into it. I love tattoos. I think they're both, obviously, I never considered them on their own separately, but together I'm down. I'm like really down. Well, I no, I, I fucking love Courtney. She's, she is one of my favorite Kardashians. I don't even think I have like a ranking of like, them all anymore. I just like love them for what they are. I don't want to read too far into it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and she, I'm just, I'm really happy for her. She seems really happy. I just have beef with. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your beef. My beef with pretty much all the Kardashians is whenever they're with a different guy, they change their whole look and their whole like personality. And Courtney is definitely just like so. She's like, going edgy goth. Now. She's, she's yeah. going punk. And yeah, she's just, she's gone punk and edgy, and I think she looks amazing and um, all that. It's a it's good just, look for her. It's great, but it's just I don't know. It just bugs me. Yeah. And then yeah, they they like cosplay their yeah. relationships. Yeah, and then you kind of have which I mean, if you look at. Um, not Delilah Bell, Amelia Gray, like she's cosplaying a Kardashian in order to be with Scott. So that's interesting. But so dark. It is very dark. That is dark. See what we see. Look, I think Courtney has the greatest chance of true happiness Aww. of the Kardashian sister trio. Yep. Because she is, you know, the the one that doesn't buy-in to the family bullshit is always the one that's isolated as the black sheep mm-hmm. and that is Courtney and, and I Rob. just well <laughs> I know Rob. it's it's so sad like Rob is like yeah he's just like I have to leave the spotlight if I don't look perfect it's such a toxic value system mm-hmm. but yeah I just I don't know I think Courtney has a real chance at happiness. I think she does too. So I hope that, you know, she kind of follows her heart and I hope that their relationship looks as good as it looks from the outside. I, yeah. I mean, I would watch that sex tape. Let's be real. Honey pee. Honey pee. Honey pee. I love it. Bust out the pineapple juice. <laughs> Ew, but yeah. Ew. Ew, but yeah, it totally works. Teresa. <laughs> Teresa what? comes in all of a sudden. Have you tried pineapple juice? <laughs> oh my God, she's the worst. Um, okay, let's. All right, let's do it. Our, our main topic. So did you hear yesterday that Jen Shaw got arrested? Oh yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I heard it. Did you happen to catch what she got arrested for? Because I might have missed it. Yes. I mean, there are a lot of different counts at play. (laughs) Oof. But so, yeah. So Jen and her first assistant, we, you know, on the show, we knew she had four. But her first was like her confidant, you know, her ride or die. His name was Stuart. Um, also known as Stew Chains. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so they both were directly implicated, along with some other unnamed people, but like they were the ringleaders mm-hmm. of basically a telemarketing scam uh, where they scammed. You know, it said most of the people were over 55, which is like, oh, God, that's not necessarily elder. But, you know, older people that were less savvy 
scamming them, you know, being like, oh, here's like a, a way to invest in, you know, different sort of like online companies to make money. Um, and they were selling illegal like lead lists. So like information of people being like, these are gullible people that you can scam. And they were selling those lists to other people. That is so fucked up. Yeah. And yeah, they made a shit ton of money on these fake investments. I think they sold coaching like sessions to some people. They sold like website services and then like investments in companies and none of them like existed. Like there was no real exchange of services. It just makes me think of at the reunion when yeah. she sat there and was actually trying to explain what she did. And as somebody who's in marketing and like digital marketing, I was like, what? Yeah. Like that, this should at least make sense to me, you know? And I know you must've felt the same way as same. You yeah. She yeah. dropped in a few buzzwords, like, you know, <laughs> ads, yeah, revenue, but like, it was a word salad that, I mean, I think we all had the sense that she was scamming. Like there is well, a I was so th- blinded by Mary's scams that I think Jen, we were all like, oh, where did she get her money? Like, <laughs> you know, but we were like, oh, can't wait till the feds come for Mary. And then like, fuck, this just, this, while not surprising, still blew my fucking mind. It's both the least and most surprising thing that's ever happened. And I heard that they were filming when it kind of all went down. And that Mary, um, and that Jen, like five minutes before the feds showed up, told the producers that she had like an emergency with Sharif somewhere. Yeah, she literally, you know, her Instagram stories that day, she was getting her hair done. She was like heading out to film. The poor girl who did her hair got like attacked. I know. The woman that did her hair was like, yes, I saw her today. I do not know anything. I'm just a hairdresser. I did her hair. She left. Please stop barraging me with DMs. Yeah. Um, yeah, the cast was about to head out on a cast trip. Um, yeah, to Vail. And then Jen was like, oh, I got to go. There's an emergency with Coach Shaw. And so she dipped. She left the scene. And then the feds show up to filming. I can't wait for that footage. Like, God, are you kidding me? I know. I'm like, I assume they were like, turn the cameras off. But you know, we got some like confusion of like, what's happening? And like, we definitely cop cars did. arriving. Like, oh my God. It's going to be the closest thing to like a, like a crime TV show that we watch when like we watch the, like the FBI kind of, you know, come in from every door and angle and like we've got the place surrounded. Like, oh my god and it's happening to our friends in utah i know dude next season this is gonna turn into a crime podcast i mean we're gonna be talking about salt lake city and jen and her money laundering and her fraud yeah and then we're gonna be talking about erica jane and tom girardi and their money laundering honestly we're gonna need to get a law degree just to kind of keep up with with Real Housewives at some point, and I'm I'm like here for it. Like never have I ever been like, okay, let me pour through this, this legal documentation. Like I don't even want to read my own legal documentation, and I was going through Jen stuff. Like, are you kidding? I know. Okay. I I I gave the briefest of glance to my tax return, right? Yeah. But I poured over the documents yesterday, and look, I think yeah, maybe I need to do what Kim K did, and you know. Do your, your <laughs> do your remote her remote law degree. Oh yeah, it's not a bad idea. Gotta honestly. take the baby bar. That's okay. I think maybe that's what's next for us. <laughs> Once we take the pod full time, we'll start law school. Yeah. I'm making these decisions for us now. Once we start the Patreon. Uh, exactly. And we can afford to go to law school. We should do a Kickstarter for our law degree, and we're going to specialize in housewife law. That's, I mean, that's all I want. Like, the same way that I want to work in the FBI, 
in the special, in like the special housewives unit. Right. Because I bet they were looking at Mary when they found Jen. Well, we, dude, we were on, I keep duding you, my dude. We were on the case. We were on the case weeks ago. Remember when there was that story that came out that a housewife was being um, investigated in the state of, in the state of New York. And this was, it is the state of New York. Oh my God. So you're right. We, We have known about this for weeks. But we did not say Jen Shaw because the rumor, you know, state of New York, we assumed it was Sonia or Ramona. You would think, but um, there's still a chance that it might end up being tried in Utah, but I don't really understand all of what's happening with that. Right. Um, But today, did you hear what happened during the like initial hearing, briefing, whatever it was, session? Paint the picture for us. So everything's on Zoom these days, and that stuff is open to the public. So um, so there was like a lot of issues with so many Bravo fans joining um, her, whatever it was, like the arraignment. I'm sorry, I should know what the, this is. But basically, um, they're reconvening tomorrow. Jen is not being held, um, but like it was, like a shit show from what I understand because people were like, weren't on mute. And the judge was like, can everybody please go on mute? And then you'd hear people in the background being like, Hey, I'm, I'm here for this housewives thing. Or like, Hey, do you watch Bravo? And like so many people just kind of like, you hear Wendy Williams in the background talking about what's going on. At one point, Jen got kicked off and then couldn't get back on because there were so many people who were on and trying to get in. Um, it's illegal to record that stuff. So people were live tweeting it. Um, the, the, the news reporter, and I have no idea, real idea who he is, but he, he wrote, can everyone please stop asking me what she's wearing? Um, cause he was just trying to report the news, which is amazing. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, this is not a Bravo show. <laughs> no, but this is where, this is where it all gets very real. Um, and and that's the thing. We have a deep um, sort of tradition in Housewives of, you know, people breaking the law, going to jail, being I investigated. Mean. There are many, you know, I, I am not a supporter of, I think the criminal justice system is deeply flawed. Um, so, I, so I want to say that. And so I, I don't like, I don't have any schadenfreude. Um, about, you know, the Shaw. thoughts of Shaw, oh my God, Shaw Freud of Jen Shaw potentially being imprisoned. Um, I mean, it's still ultimately innocent until proven guilty here, but it's pretty damning evidence from what yeah. I've heard. I mean, so. I am, I am solidly on the side of, you know, anyone getting taken advantage of and getting their money taken I feel the exact same way about Erica and Tom fucking Girardi. I do too, even though I thought it was an interesting comparison today. Everyone's been kind of asking whether or not we think Coach Shaw knew or knows or was involved or, you know, is he away too much to really understand what she's doing at work? Um, And people were saying that they don't think that Sharif either knows to the extent of what she's doing or wasn't involved at all. And people are kind of calling out the double standard, but I, I think for good reason um, that, you know, we were so quick to be like, Erica's fucking involved with Tom stuff. And her name is all over legal documentation. So that's, you yeah. know, it's a little bit more damning in the evidence department, but I also think we're just a lot quicker to be like, yeah, she's in on it. She's an evil slut. And he's like a nice guy. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I thought something was fishy with Coach Shaw. Um, and so, I mean, maybe, you know, they were setting up this dynamic of like, Coach is never here. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, maybe it was kind of to set up the storyline of Coach Shaw is innocent. Why would you go on a reality TV show if you're doing something so illegal? Seriously, Why? so many, all these 
Icaruses mm-hmm. that fly, Icari that fly too close, close to, the to the sun. Um, yes, that's a beautiful turn of phrase. And I still <laughs> think that we have, I still think we're going to have something similar happen with Mary. Like, I think that Mary Cosby is going to probably not the same. Like, I don't know that she's money laundering, but I think that she is doing some illegal shit. And I think that that's about to all kind of be super exposed as well. Um, I think Mary is literally money laundering. Yeah. I mean, look, I think we're like ushering in like the fourth wave of feminism where it's like women don't just do laundry. They fucking launder money. (laughs) We are laundering. A tagline, Um, Gloria Steinem, could get behind. (laughs) Oh, my God. I want that to be Erica or Mary or Jen or Teresa's next tagline. Oh, talk about Teresa. I don't do laundry. I launder money. I'm doing tons of laundering. Don't you worry. And And I'm still working on nice. (laughs) And I'm still working on nice. Jen had put a tweet or something up that was like after the the dinner party where Jen threw a glass and then she put a picture up of Teresa flipping the table and she was like Teresa walked so I could run and honestly I've never seen anything more embarrassing in my whole life you're going to prison and I don't know that Andy is as big a fan as you as he is of of Teresa so I'll be curious to see how Bravo handles this like, for what crimes are we letting people go? And for what crimes yeah, are we, like, holding up production and waiting for them? Totally. Especially because there is a precedent of white money launderers mm-hmm. continuing to be on the show um, and sort of even control their own narrative to a certain extent. I think we got to keep a close eye. Absolutely. It'll be just kind of really exciting that we're going to get Beverly Hills Hopefully we get a trailer for that. I feel like we must be getting a trailer for that any day now. We're just going to be so brushed up on all of our legal lingo. We're going to be so ready for this Jen Shaw thing. But I think we're going to have the ability to follow it in real time. This is like, you know, it's big news when it makes national news. And when people that know nothing about housewives texted me to be like, hey, Jen Shaw just got arrested. Is that something you care about? And I'm like... Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. And then I'm like trying to explain the significance of Jen Shaw and then how I can't believe it wasn't Mary Cosby first. And then, you know, I really start to lose them. Yeah. But imagine the other women. Oh, did you see the, did you see the video Brooks posted? I didn't, but I do <laughs> want to say, I think the thing with Mary and then please tell us about Brooks's video. I heard about it, yeah. but I think the thing with Mary, I think that just points to how protected churches are. Oh, absolutely. Like they have tax exempt status yet. They like make money. It's nefarious. Her, her congregation members, I think literally have to pass over their entire paycheck. It's something crazy like that. But that's like what the Mormon church wants from you. Right. You literally give them your entire paycheck. Well. The whole tithing. I don't understand how it works, but that's the impression that I get from TikTok. And from Mormons I grew up with. We are this summer, we are truly putting our journalist hats on and we are going to explore Salt Lake City. So. Yeah, we are. Plenty of episodes forthcoming. Oh, we might come to you live from Beauty Laser Lab. Beauty Lab. Laser Lab? Beauty. Beauty Lab and Laser. Beauty Lab and Laser. It's a lab and there are lasers. Not in the lab, though. Laser tag. Well, I think it'll be exciting to see just kind of what developments come our way. Um, And I think we were, you know, we were initially planning on kind of doing like a an April Fool's type episode tonight, but then we got all the information about Jen's arrest and just felt like that was enough to kind of go off of. But I think that in a way that, that this is still pretty fitting to the um, the theme of, you know, April Fool's, like. You know who got fooled? Who, Lauren? All the elderly people that Jen Shaw scammed. Oh, oh my God, I'm literally like, I could 
cry thinking about my grandma when she calls me to be like, I think I just got a scam phone call. Um, or like my friend's grandpa who like this, there was this scam that they'd call grandparents and say that they were the grandsons and that they were in jail and needed bail money. Like, but I'm looking forward to the great TV and I feel a little bit guilty about how excited about it all I am. I'll be honest. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, but it's like just for the sake of fucking great entertainment, like bless you, bravo. And just, I'm here for justice. And so I want to see justice be served. Here, here. There were, were Bravo cameras, from what I understand, outside of the courthouse yesterday when Jen was released. She looked amazing in like these leopard boots, but you're just like, you're in trouble for laundering money and you're wearing a mink coat. Like she's such a cartoon villain. She's such a, she's just, she's really, she's, she studied the handbook so hard that this is all like, this is seasons all kind of like put into one arc. I mean, they didn't even know the levels to which they were, you know, studying the format and playing it out at warp speed. Operation warp speed is talking about Salt Lake City. Like I know time works differently in COVID, but this is something else. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Bless them. And and just that like the Shaw Chalet is also, I mean, I think we've been calling it out for, months now that it was it's rented um yes we we did our journalistic duty yeah a lot of people felt duped by that though yeah um you know she's a fraud that's just like i think all the way around she is a phony fraud and i don't think any coach shaw um inspirational motivational speak right speech right now will do the trick i know how is he gonna pep talk her out of this one Imagine how much she must be flipping out. Like you, you saw her flip out after somebody told her she smelled like a hospital. Like imagine, I bet she didn't sleep in that, a wink last night. She was just like breaking plates. We will continue to be on the case, people. And we will see you next week. Spring break is over. We are back on the grind. We are on the beat. And we will see you then. Thanks for coming. Bye, fuckers. See you. Bravo, 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 bravo. Prime house.